Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707, Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the almighty Sports Byline Studios in the City by the Bay, San Francisco, California. Yes, the man was correct in his introduction, he rarely errs. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 years this weekend, 35 years of radio, although it's a lot to celebrate. I've got some bummers happening in the past week as well, so what I'm trying to say is life is good. But, you know, every once in a while it rains. Yeah, it rains when my dog got taken from me. After 12 years, my partner in crime, folks, for every show you've heard for the last 12 years, she's been in the studio. I kid you not, unless I've been on the road uh, broadcasting from some other country or something like that. But the bottom line is, she's always been here. She's no longer here. She died instantly. Like last week, that Sunday was like a mind blower. But I guess since she didn't suffer that long, that's what's sort of cool. Let's change the subject back to combat sports. We're talking Canelo Alvarez, of course, winning a 12-round majority decision. I had to win in the fight seven rounds of five. And look at it this way. It's math. Can you do math, people? Can you count? Seven plus five is 12, right? If you give up the first six rounds, you've only got to win one more round to win seven to win the fight. Or, 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 if you give up the first seven rounds, you've won the fight, and you can lose the last five. And it doesn't matter what you look like at the end of a fight. It doesn't matter if you staggered back to the corner after the fight. It doesn't matter if you were unconscious after the fight. It doesn't matter if you were bleeding from both eyes after the fight. It matters what happened in the 12 little fights that took place prior to the decision. That's right. A boxing match is 12 little fights, 12 three-minute fights. And in my mind, it was pretty clear that Canelo won seven of those 12 rounds. Now, some people may take me to task on that. We'll find out. I'll bring in Johnny Sig today. I'll bring in Socrates Palmer. And if we can get him on the phone from the airport, the godfather Larry Merchant will be in the house as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines quickly. Join me. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. 415-275-1613. Texas, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, you know that. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. You've seen him on national television. You've heard him on national radio. Kevin Todd, president and CEO of thesportsbrokers.com, is releasing his underdog game of the month. The wrong team is favored. It's yours absolutely free. Call now, 800-220-6262. The line on this game is off by 10 to 14 points. Start your football season on a winning note. There's no one better against the spread than Kevin Todd. Become part of Kevin Todd's inner circle and you'll have access to his upset specials. Dogs winning outright. Favorites running away to win by three to four touchdowns. Let him earn your business. Let the sportsbrokers.com show you how to win consistently. Call now and get today's underdog winner outright. 800-220-6262. Absolutely free. Kevin Todd is the nation's number one sports handicapper. He's the professional the professionals turn to. It's yours absolutely free at 800-220-6262. That's 800-220-6262. Kevin Todd turns outcomes into incomes. Call now. 800-220-6262. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. After 12 toe-to-toe rounds of boxing, we go to the judges' scorecards. One more time, Las Vegas. Show your love for these two boxing warriors inside the ring. And here are the judges' scoring totals. Glenn Feldman scores this bout even, 114-114. Judge Dave Moretti and Steve Weisfeld have it, 115-113. Your winner by majority decision and new The home fighter takes it. 
Saul Alvarez, the new champion. You'll have your thoughts having watched that back home. Don't necessarily be swayed by what we've said. Frankly, though, I find that very, very surprising. Alvarez gets his moment, and it's a Mexican celebration on Mexican Independence Day. The Golovkin corner simply cannot believe it. And all around here, people whose opinions I respect and have respected for many years, they're shaking their heads in disbelief. I think Golovkin's very unlucky. There were a few close songs that could have gone the other way. But I still think that, I know you win a round big, but it's still just a point, still just a 10, 8, 9 rounds. So big when you feel the winning title relevant. But I think, that especially the second half of the fight, I thought for me, Golovkin did enough to seal the win. I think you know what's going to happen next. There's going to be a trilogy, there'll be a third fight. But Golovkin can't believe it. That's all speculation for the future. And we're going to have to sit down and go through this one, analyse it, and try and work out how Sal Alvarez won. I'll tell you something, if it is a third fight, Golovkin won't, won't box in Nevada, that's for sure. <laughs> this is the home of, of, of decisions for Alvarez, and I think you feel like you want to go somewhere else for it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard, you, you don't like to be damning after somebody has given everything and that was a tremendous last round effort from Sal Alvarez and fair play to that you don't like to be too damning but you do have to point out it's a golden boy promotion with a golden boy fighter in yes, golden boy city of course and Alvarez was fantastic against the monster in Golovkin he was still again fantastic but I still don't think for me he didn't do enough that's all I say he didn't do enough well HBO agreeing, they had it the same way. Interesting to know how our BBC colleagues have got it. Demetrius Andrade sitting there with Mike Costello. I wonder how they've scored it. But we had it clearly in Golovkin's favour. Congratulations, Canelo. On winning another classic middleweight fight. Did you think the fight was close in the 12th round? It turns out one judge gave you the 12th round and that avoided another draw. No, mira, mi, mi esquina me, me mandó a cerrar el round para que no pasara lo de la pelea pasada. Fue lo que hice. Realmente estoy muy, muy emocionado. Primeramente quiero darle las gracias. You know, my corner, my corner told me to close the round because it was a very tight fight. So that's what I did. But I'm very excited and very emotional. And I want to thank... Quiero darle las gracias a la gente que siempre creyó en mí. Estas peleas son para ellos. Y que viva México! I want to thank everyone that believed in me. And this is for them in Long Live Mexico. Canelo, you said you were training for a knockout. You were supposed to be the counterpuncher. But you came out as the stalker early. Why did you do that? No, es lo que le había dicho a la gente. No iba a ir hacia él. Es un buen peleador. No se dio el knockout, como lo dije. Un knockout no se puede predecir una pelea, y mucho menos de este nivel. Salí a hacerlo, hice todo el esfuerzo. Salí a noquearlo, pero no se pudo. Es un gran peleador, pero gracias a Dios llevamos la victoria y tenemos los cinturones para México. No, that's what I did. I promised people I would go out to look for a knockout, but it's very difficult at this stage. He's a great fighter, but we tried to do it. But at the end, obviously, I got the victory. We got the victory. We took this victory for Mexico. By midway through the fight, 
it, however people were scoring it, it looked like it was your fight. Like you were doing what you wanted. You were winning the story of the fight. And you were landing vicious body punches. Maybe you would even knock him out. And right at the moment where it looked like he needed to come up with something, he rallied and won some rounds and seemed to hit you with big shots upstairs. What were you thinking in those mid to late rounds? No, sí, ganó algunos rounds. Ganó algunos rounds. Yo estaba queriéndolo conectar fuerte. Ganó algunos rounds, pero sabía que que solamente eran eran combinaciones y pocas pocas en en, en los rounds, ¿no? Yo estaba haciendo mi trabajo y lo hice bien. Gracias a Dios, en mi esquina hicimos un gran trabajo. Quiero agradecerle a mi esquina. Como lo he dicho, nadie le quiere dar el crédito, pero es la mejor esquina del mundo. You know, again, he was connecting some punches, but there were few and far between, basically. And I was just following the instructions in my corner. And again, it was the opportunity, and I want to say a shout-out to my corner that is the best, absolutely best corner in the world of boxing. What is in your chin? Because you're saying he didn't hit you a lot, but late in the fight, he hit you with some huge shots. And throughout his career, when Triple G lands shots like that, fighters crumble. And you barely wobbled. What is in your chin? Mira, es un gran, un gran peleador, pero como lo dije, ¿no? Los rivales está la diferencia. Yo no soy cualquier rival. Yo soy un peleador de élite y aquí lo demostré. He's a great rival. He's a great opponent. But I said, every fighter, the rival depends on the rival that you have. And I am a great fighter. I'm a great rival. And I showed it tonight. Canelo, you got the win here, but it was another close fight. It looked like it could go either way. You tune in the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, man, it's Max Kellerman. Max Keller, boy, call him what you want. You know, I think Max just got to be a little bit more direct with these questions. You know, I mean, come on, Max, get to the point. He beat around the bush there. Look, I'll say it again. Do the math. Just like the the argument I had or, or the conversation I had or the 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 interactions I had with Lou Filippo. Who's Lou Filippo? Lou Filippo was the only judge that gave Marvin Hagler the fight in April of 1987 over Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay, he gave Marvin the fight, 115-113, or seven rounds of five. Anyway, we talked about that in depth in China, in Spain, all over the world. I mean, we just talked everywhere we went. We talked about that decision because I felt that, you know, Ray had won the first five rounds. Marvin had just given up the first five rounds. So let's do the math. If you give up the first five rounds, all Ray had to do was win two rounds between rounds six and 12 in order to win the fight. He did that. I thought he did that with ease. Anyway, bottom line is seven to five. Ray Leonard won 115, 113, as was the score last night on my scorecard, 115, 113. Of course, for now the new undisputed world middleweight champion out of Mexico. I'm talking about Mr. Uh, Salo Alvarez. Call him Canelo. Call him what you want, but he is boxing's hot draw. And had he lost... Um, it probably would have been a bad day for boxing, the business of boxing. But I still think that with the fact being as close as it was, because if you look at my scorecard, you can go one point the other way, just one round the other way, and it's a draw. Just like Mr. Feldman, when Judge Mr. Feldman out of Nevada, he had it even. And back to the, the commentary of those Englishmen from a Box Nation saying, oh, you don't fight in Las Vegas, you don't fight in Nevada, it's Golden Boy country, all that kind of crap. You know what, you guys? I'm glad you guys stay home in the U.K. They don't let you come over here because, you know, if they did, you'd have realized that Steve Weisfeld is from New Jersey. Okay, New Jersey. And Steve happens to be one of my ABC um, instructors. What I mean by that is the Association of Boxing Commissions. I am licensed as a judge to operate anywhere throughout the world where they sanction fights. That means in the United States as well. Anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is that Weisfeld is above reproach. You could put a gun to this. This is what you did. You call Steve Weisfeld on the phone before a fight. 
and you tell them, listen, we've got your mother over here. We've got a gun to her head. Unless you throw the fight, um, we're going to kill your mother. He is such an anal guy. He is such a turd. He is such a straight-up guy that why so will let the old lady get whacked? He just, that's just the way he is. So for this one official, official's wife, to call this fight a fix, an official's wife went on Facebook last night on my page and said the fight was a fix. Well, you're an official's wife. It carries a lot more weight than somebody not this, not an official's wife. So you're criticizing another official. I didn't think that was cool. I thought I had to put you in your space. So if you're listening from Oklahoma, you know exactly where I'm coming from. Now let's take it to the let's take it to the Big Apple. That's right. Taking it to Socrates. Socrates, how's life treating you, man? Life is well, P. How are you? I'm pretty good. Close fight last night, seven to five, and one one round off a draw on my scorecard, and one round off a draw on the two cards of both Moretti and uh, Steve Weisfeld. How did you have it? I had it a draw as well. Um, I thought that it was considering the caliber of the fight of the fighters. Um, they both. I thought they delivered. You know, they delivered. I, I don't think anyone that bought the fight or bought a ticket. Uh, felt like they were gypped. You know, this wasn't uh, May and Pacquiao. You know, it was uh, it, it was a legit fight. They were toe to toe, and um, it could it was a fight that could have gone either way, just like the way you said. So, um, so why the tri- see- why why the tribalism, Socrates? Why the tribalism? And people saying it was a robbery, and one guy says he's getting out of the game because he doesn't want to see fighters get screwed anymore, and all kinds of stuff. I mean, come on, we're only talking about one point off a draw or one two points the other way for a win. The other guy, I mean, good God, that's close. You know, I think we live in an era of, of just being a sore loser, and 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 if it doesn't go your way, you know, you're a whiner, and people get on these soapbox tangents about how boxing is the worst and this time. But it it was not a robbery. Robbery is uh Chavez and Whitaker. That's a robbery. <laughs> this was a fight that could have gone either way. It was a fight you know, and both guys you know, they they laid it on the line. I mean you saw how they both looked after the fight. Bust when's the last time we seen a big fight with both guys busted up with no headbutts, no nothing. It was clean, punching. Uh you saw one guy that thirty six is thirty six. Father times are undefeated. You know, he's still the undisputed champion, and um, I would have loved to see that fight with maybe uh, Gennady being 32. Maybe it's a different fight, but it, I agree. it wasn't the case. Uh, Dwayne Jones, one of my buddies online, says, hey, I talked about this being politics and tribalism. How people say one guy won or it was a robbery, it was the highest robbery of the year. I'm not going to watch boxing anymore. Dwayne Jones says, 100%. Many of these newer fans would cheat even more than the judges they claim cheated as long as it meant the guy they rooted for wins a fight. I'm not certain I've I'm not certain I've ever seen this in our game before. People would rather not see a fight happen than risk a loss. That's a little bit weird, but I think he's got a point there. Who was that? Dwayne Jones. Dwayne Jones okay. from from the East Bay. Okay. Um, you know what? What can I say? I mean, in order to get reward, you gotta you gotta risk. I guess uh, as corny and cliche as it sounds. Uh, it at this point, I would probably consider the, the top candidate for fight of the year. Um, they probably will try to make a third fight because I don't think either one of them makes you know as much money fighting other people. Though Canelo's a draw and can make money fighting anyone, um, but I think that in a third fight, you probably get the same, or if not, maybe uh, Canelo stop stoppage. And I, I don't think you're gonna get any. I think Triple G's run is over. 
you know. Um, does he beat other middleweights? Probably. But I just think uh, Canelo's style and, and, and the, the uh, aura of invincibility is long gone. The wisdom uh, of the great Socrates Palmer, the Big Apple Socrates. Have a great week. Say hi to the kids. Thank you. I certainly will. All the best, please. You're tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide. A little tower of power to the break. Afterwards, we'll go to Las Vegas and bring in Johnny Sig. You're tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide. I love the way that you walk, the way that you talk. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-535-7789. 800-535-7789. That's 800-535-7789. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk 
with Pedro Fernandez. I'm great. Thank you, Pedro. I'm great. I feel great. You sure know your boxing? Well, all I know is never bet on the white guy. When I was knocking people stiff in their golden gloves, my mother said, hey, baby, it ain't bragging when you're telling the truth. Thus, 35 years we sit here behind the throne, the Ring Talk throne. 35 years of radio. Thank you so much for being part of that. Of course, before I bring in Johnny Sig, and he's coming to us from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. Let me read some of the stuff that's been given to me online. Brian Gary, the respected referee and judge, of course, from Florida. Of course, a guy that I've been around the world with, China, Italy, other kind of places. Anyway, Pedro, Pete. A very well-stated observation regarding the effectiveness of body shots. Yes, that was the telling uh, uh, weapon, I think, for Canelo Alvarez that are most frequently overlooked by judges as well. Think about Hopkins versus Oscar De La Hoya, a left hook to Oscar's liver area, down for five minutes plus. Roy Jones versus Virgil Hill, the body shot. Mike McCallum, uh, Mike the body snatcher McCallum's many body shot stoppages, of course, uh, kill the head. Kill the body and the head will follow. Ask Julio Cesar Chavez. I mean, you can go on and on. But the bottom line is the body work last night I thought was really the telltale uh, ingredient that that brought Canelo Alvarez barely over the finish line. That's right, barely over the finish line. But he won. And I just can't I really have a problem with everybody going crazy and it's a robbery and this and that. It's not a robbery if somebody loses a close fight. I mean, you could flip a coin maybe either way. If he lost the first seven rounds or he didn't lose the first seven rounds or he didn't or he won the first six, I'm talking about Canelo, and then won one afterwards. Anyway, the bottom line is it's objective. It is. There's no doubt about it. But as we look at it, we anticipate a rematch, a third fight between these three guys, two guys. That'll be a big money fight in Las Vegas, no doubt about that. And Johnny Sig, what date are we talking about? For a rematch? Yeah, on uh, the third fight. Are, are we going to go to – we go down, no, can we do this? Go on. Yeah, they might run it back May 5th. I see where you're going. Cinco de Mayo? I think they have to. Yeah, that's a long time, though. Again, a long period of time lapses, you know, and that's terrible for G, who we talked about earlier, looked a little bit older last night. And the a lot of bit out older. Of the ring, yeah, and the longer he's out of the ring, the older he gets. Well, Ted Sarah's boxing, Ted Sarah's boxing historian said Triple G won. Uh, Brenda Alexander Ritter, the wife of Gary Ritter, Boxing judge out of Oklahoma, referee. They think that Triple G got robbed. Okay, I don't know if he robbed thing. How can somebody get robbed in a seven to five fight? And why is it people are losing losing um, objectivity when when it's since that, when you when it's right in front of you? In other words, it's the math. In other words, maybe my math is off. Maybe your math is off. But it's still twelve a twelve round fight, which are twelve little fights. Correct. Absolutely, and I'm glad you brought this up, Pete. I mean, my whole thing is that the fight wasn't controversial. It was close. Highly competitive, contested fight. Us boxing fans should be happy we got that from two elite guys in the sport. Either which way you want to swing it, it's a one-point fight. I thought Canelo took the first six rounds, and I gave Triple G five out of the last six. Given Canelo, like you said, this is math, seven, five. Now, if someone came to me and said, hey, Johnny, I had to fight a draw, I'd say, okay, man, I could totally see that. If someone said, I had it for G by, uh, by a round, that's where I have a hard time going in that direction because I can't give Triple G two more rounds. And I'm going to tell you why. Like you said earlier, Canelo controlled him with the body attack, took the air out of uh, Triple G's tires, took the, took the wind out of his stomach. You know, he took more risks 
that's what we always talk about in boxing is when you take risks and gamble. This is a gamble. Canelo was, was more willing to do so. I just think overall he had a better game plan and certainly landed more power punches, Pete. No doubt about that. And, you know, we look at Triple G now, and maybe the, the wheels started to come off the wagon in the uh, Danny Jacobs fight. It went 12 rounds. Some people thought he struggled at times with Jacobs. Of course, kid out of Brooklyn, a very good boxer, knows how to use the how you put how do you put this the geography of the squared circle? Yes, geography, and I think that's the first time that Triple G really had to deal with that type of adversity. And I think that when you get a fighter to think that's in, as intelligent as Triple G is, they overthink, and instead of making moves, they think too much and they don't capitalize, they don't react. Interesting. Now those body shots, uh, what kind of put this? They created body language, and in the body language coming out of the Golovkin corner, I did. Am I wrong to not hear Abel Sanchez tell him you won that round after any of the first six or seven rounds? Did you? I mean, he said you did better in that round for a little bit, but I didn't hear him tell him, "Hey, you won that round, kid. Keep doing what you're doing." Did you? I think no, I did not. I think they were totally thrown off by the way Canelo came at them again. The more aggressive guy, and again, judges favor aggression; they favor power punching. Now, I don't want to just totally sit here and knock Triple G's performance. He had a great jab, but the thing about a jab, see, it's supposed to set other things up. What were the other things from Triple G that we saw other than the last couple rounds where Triple G started landing the right hand a little bit? The body attack was completely absent, you know, and Canelo, he didn't run at all. Actually, it was a complete role reversal, in my opinion. To me, Canelo looked more like G, and G looked more like Canelo. You know, you've got to want – listen, in order to commit to the body, it takes – um. It takes B-A-L-L-L. Oh, it takes nuts. It takes stones. It takes balls, folks. What am I hiding around? It, it really does. It takes all. And, you know, because you leave yourself open, people don't realize this. Why aren't there more body punching in boxing? You know, well, you know, when you do that, you're dropping your hands. And the bottom line is when you drop your hands, it means your castle or your chin is left exposed. So Canelo was willing to gamble last night. He scored with lead shots to the body, hooks to the body, and the head in I just didn't think that, you know, there were any – anyway, enough said about that fight. Um, it'll go down in annals as a controversial fight in the minds of many, but it wasn't controversial. It was just close. Straight up, we're going to talk about the undercard after the break. Of course, Johnny Siegel's with us, folks. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. And I'll say it again because I just got another little quick text here. Don't question Steve Weisfield's integrity don't question his credibility don't question steve please as i so told you he's the most anal guy i've ever met in my life when it comes to boxing and if they called him on the phone and said look we got your kid here we're gonna kill him unless if you throw this fight tonight he wouldn't throw the fight he'd say baby i'm sorry but i gotta do what i gotta do that's just the way he is so for people to call him out and to think that he was a part of some crooked conspiracy with Dave Moretti, the Las Vegas judge, the Brits trying to say, oh, the, the fix was in. The people from Las Vegas, the Golden Boy promotion, Golden Boy owns Vegas. Golden Boy's got some influence in Vegas, but they don't own Vegas. They brought in Benji Estevez, of course, the referee from the East Coast, one of the best pound, pound for pound, pound for pound referees in the game, no doubt about that. They upped their game by bringing in Steve Weisfeld as the uh, third judge there, because I'm telling you, it was a good fight. It was a close fight. We'll talk about the undercard after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, baby, on Sports Byline.
comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. It's time for the Yellow Tag Sales Event at your local BRP dealer, where you can save big on new Can-Am off-road vehicles. Can-Am vehicles were made to perform and make the most out of any challenge. And right now, quality costs less, because you can save up to $2,000 on select Can-Am vehicles. Just stop by your local BRP dealer right now before the Yellow Tag Sales Event is gone. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer for details. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Can't you keep out of trouble? minutes past the hour. Ain't nothing stopping us. Know how we're talking ring talk, baby, for the next couple of hours here on, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the show, of course, 35 years in this making and still rocking and rolling. I was thinking about this. You know, there's been chicks that have done this. A couple of regular guys said they were going to try to do a boxing show and this kind of stuff. You know, and here I sit 35 years later. Why? Can I say? Persevere, baby. Often imitated, but never duplicated. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, on the line from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, is a man that is often 
imitated but never duplicated. Of course, a music teacher of note, a fantastic drummer, a man. My man here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, our correspondent, of course, from Sin City, Johnny Signorella. And, Johnny, before I go on here, let me get to you on the undercard. I've got a buddy of mine, a former correspondent from uh, China, Jason B. Nava, coming to us from Guangzhou. And, of course, he is the the uh, nephew of my journalism teacher in high school, Anthony Pellegrino, Mr. P, who died a few months ago. So Jason B. Nava says, Triple G has been talking for months how he was going to stop Canelo, but his punches lacked that snap in authority of a man looking for a KO in boxing. You learn to punch through rather than at your target, but Love can seem to be doing the latter. Got any, got, got any merit there, Johnny? Great observation from your boy over there, man, you know, and uh, actually he fell short on a lot of punches from Triple G, a lot of insecurity. Like I said, a lot of, like, overthinking the moment, I think, and nothing followed up a jab. And you know what? Again, Canelo's the one that backed up what he said. Triple G and Abel Sanchez talked so much stuff, he. And they did nothing. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I think mean, that's the telltale thing. I know if we look at scoring things, you know, like judging-wise, like that's one thing. But overall, I think Canelo won the battle of this whole thing. The press, everything. You know, we could put it to bed for a little while and say Canelo should be able to celebrate his victory. Uh, at 36, the kid from uh, Kazakhstan isn't, isn't the feared, invincible boogeyman who was ducked by Sergio Martinez, Miguel Cotto, Felix Sturm, and even Canelo for a time. Age seems to have caught up on caught up with him. Meanwhile, the younger Mexican champion is still in the prime of his youth. He made the necessary adjustments, stood up to the bully, and controlled the center of the ring. His back hardly touched ropes as he did so often in the first fight. Blah blah blah. Speaking of Canelo, think of all the guys out there who are so-called the big dogs, and everybody's raving about guys like Crawford, Spence, the Charlo brothers, Mikey Garcia, and Lomachenko. Canelo is younger than all of them, but none of them can even come close to matching his resume, which includes. Mayweather, Golovkin, Kotal, and Laura, to name a few. He's got a point there, too, doesn't he? we got to get him on the show, man. Oh, he's coming <laughs> to me from China. He has been on the show in the past. He's, just a, he's, such, oh, a wonderful, he's such a wonderful young man. I saw him at Mr. P's funeral a couple months ago. And, and I had to, you know what was tough, Johnny? was that day that, that Mr. P's funeral was going down. I had a family relative having a funeral at the same time in about eight miles away. So I had to leave one funeral and go to another. It was a, it was a, it was a spitty day with an H. Understood, man. Hey, you know what? This kid knows his boxing, bro. One hundred percent. Well, no doubt about that. Now, let's talk about the undercard. How about our WB one hundred and fifty-four pound guy? Yee, pretty, um, pretty, pretty. Well, we expected this, but tell me the results. Beatdown. Jaime Munguio KOs Brandon Cook in three violent rounds. Man, it looked like he stole his lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. It, 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 he, he he was overmatched. I mean, let's be honest. The odds were like forty to one or something like that. But he was the kid was way overmatched. And you know, I, I I know that. I hope he made enough money to make to put a down payment on a house. You, that that's what I hope that comes out of that. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, man. We spoke about this yesterday. Showcase fight for Mangia. I know, but, 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 but let's just money. hope the kid from Canada yeah. or wherever he was from can get, get enough money put a down payment on the house, and move on. What happened on the rest of the undercard? And was it all knockouts like Johnny Six said it was going to be, or what? We didn't get the knockout in the main, but the undercard certainly produced fireworks and knockouts, man. Lemieux KO Spike O'Sullivan in round one. I tell you what, man, Lemieux's got a beautiful left hook, you know. He might be a B-class fighter, but if he lands that shot, boy, you're going to sleep. And Chocolatito Gonzalez wins uh, via KO five over Moses Fuentes. Good performance for Gonzalez. Uh, you know, I tell you what, Moses Fuentes was a little bit tougher than I expected, Pete. This is a guy, Fuentes, going into the fight. 
that had lost three of his last four, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Gonzalez going to steamroll this guy, and he pretty much did. But Moses hung in there. Homeboy tried. Interesting. Of course, he scores. Somebody just sent me a – I didn't tell you the scores. 115-113. I repeat them. 115-113 twice. That means seven to five in rounds for Canelo Alvarez on the judge, judges' cards, both Dave Moretti and Steve Weisfeld. Moretti comes to us from Las Vegas. Weisfeld comes to us from New Jersey. Um, and the third, the third judge had a one fourteen, one fourteen. That was Glenn Feldman. That means it was even. It was a draw. I thought the, I thought the ring announcer sort of gaffed last night because I am have been a ring announcer in the past on network television. And I thought when he said when he uh, talked about the the first card, he goes, the first judge, Glenn Feldman has it even. He shouldn't have done it that way. He should have done it like this. Glenn Feldman has it one fourteen, one fourteen. Even, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, he gave it away a little bit. But bottom line is, at the end of the night, it was a close fight. What else happened on the undercard? I'm sorry. That's it. We had three fights on the undercard, then they had an hour and a half to kill, where unfortunately we had to listen to Max Kellerman and Jim Lampley go on and on about everything we knew about. So, 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 so we hey, time out, time out, time out, Johnny. Did Jim Lampley talk about the time he tried to choke his ex-wife to death and I had to slap the police chokehold on him to pull him off his ex-wife oh. when he had his hands around her throat? Did he talk about that? He didn't, but my boy and our boy, Kevin, was over my house last night for the fight. Kevin Perry, KP, he told me about it, Pete. Yeah, and I man. I was talking about I, that later. That's what's up, man. Good for you. I, hey, hey, hey. I, hey listen, tolerate. let me tell you this. I slapped that police chokehold on big, big dudes many, many times as a cop. You just hold on, you wait, and they go, okay? They'll go. He was going. I told him, you're going, you're going, and he was going, and he let go. You know what I'm saying? Because if he didn't let go, he was going to sleep, and he knew it. Well, that's what's up. We don't tolerate that here at Ring Talk. No, you don't beat on women, man. You don't beat on women. No, that's don't. Jim Lampley, folks. That's right. And, of course, Jim Lampley, that was the same wife that came out uh, after he got divorced from her. He he brutalized some other woman. And then he said, oh, she never, Jim never did anything bad to me. I want to say, but she's she's a lion. You know what? I was there. I put, If it wasn't for her, it was for me. She might have had her neck broken. Yeah, man. You know what's up, dude? Like, that was a weird period for Jim. Remember he started wearing, like, leopard print glasses and just acting all weird on camera? And that, oh, that was ho- a, hold on, like, hold on, Johnny, Johnny, hold on. Maybe maybe, maybe I get, get Jim over here for a minute. Uh-oh, did you, Jim? Oops. Jimmy, what's up, Jimmy? Uh, that wasn't Jimmy. Go on. <laughs> Living that Charlie Sheen lifestyle, huh? Um, possibly. No, I get you, man. I don't know Jim personally. Actually, I've, I've met him once. You know, it was kind to me, but we don't want to, you know, that that's terrible. Like, again, we don't approve of that type of behavior. And that will forever change the way I look at that man, for sure. Okay, so let's talk about the 160-pound division now. Billy Joe Sanders is the guy that doesn't get any rep, uh, the gypsy from the Great Britain, of course, doesn't get to seem to get much respect, but he seems to have um, improved of late. Is he a formidable challenger? Absolutely. He's got a fight with Andrade, Demetrius Andrade, coming up, I believe, at some point in the future, October, December. Off the top of my head, I'm not really sure. Is but that, he could certainly become someone at 160. Is, is Andrade the guy that moved up for like Junior Walter or Walter? Yeah, he moved up. Uh, you know, he's right now, uh, he moved up from uh, most notable 154 to 160. He just doesn't fight that often, so he's not on your brain much. You know, he's got to fight more frequently. This could be a big fight for him. He just signed with the zone, which I believe he's going to get more dates. Like everyone else can get more dates now through a lot of different deals that are happening in the business of boxing. So I think we'll see him a little bit more. Are boxers getting paid accordingly? I think it's out there for them, too. I think for the most part, yes. I mean, look at Spike O'Sullivan last night. His purse was $400,000. What? 
Like, how is that even wait, possible? wait, wait. Then he's then 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 you then then my dream came true, didn't it? That he's going to get know, enough. I, that he's going to get enough money to buy a house. There you go. There you go. That's what's up. And for the reason yeah. why I say this, folks, is too many times down the road I see these guys, you know, and they're living in apartments, they're living in Section Eight housing, they're living with their mothers, they're living with their sisters. Why? Because you know they're broken. Boxers don't know how to take care of the money. So Lemieux now, Lemieux is now forty and four. 34 kills out of Canada. Is he still the hottest guy on that side of the uh, that side of the border? Yeah, he's always, you know, a good action fighter, too. You know, he sells tickets. He's a ladies' man. The women love him. You know, a party guy, too, in between fights. Uh, you know, he's just good for boxing. He's that type of guy that's always going to come out, you know, and go hard to work and try to give you a good fight. He'll, he might get outboxed, probably will, by, like, the greats at 160. Like we mentioned, Billy Joe Saunders and Andrade, guys that are really good practitioners of the game. Royota Morata's there. He's a very good fighter as well. You know, Canelo, uh, you know, would, I think, you know, run circles around him. But he's the type of guy that is always fun to look at. He'll be there. According to an online poll, Triple G uh, drew 70% of who won the fight votes, 70, 71% of the, uh, of the votes, and, and Canelo got 29%. Um, that front-runner status, huh? I mean, the bottom line is people don't realize that the guy won enough rounds going out that he possibly won at the end, but... You know, people's everybody's entitled to their opinion. This will make for the third fight, but I would like to see the fight happen in November. Yeah, I mean that's not going to happen, but I, that's, I agree. You know, I mean, I mean let's, let's, you know do, let's do it right away. We've got indoor arenas; we don't have to go outdoors anymore. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it in November, or or, or let's come back. Let's do it sometime in January. See, but January Vegas is full with the. The, the football games and people betting the college mm-hmm. balls, all that kind of good stuff. So their their rent's sort of paid at that point in time. Boxing, Vegas usually looks to use boxing to pay bills. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think February would be more of a realistic date, you know, a little bit after the holidays. You could, you could put a pay-per-view in there. It starts the year off in a positive way for boxing after what a great year this was, and we still have more awesome fights, which I'm sure we'll talk about now. We're number two. No, all right. so no, 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 no. Let's talk about 2018. What has happened thus far in the world of boxing in your mind? What have been the critical moments, the crucial moments? I love Wilder versus Ortiz. What a fight that was for the heavyweight division. We've seen a couple stars born. Isaac Dobe. Uh, Usek wins the Cruiserweight World Boxing Series tournament. Shows a great display of what a pound-for-pound guy looks like at the top of his game. Um, you know, we have a whole lot of great fights that have transpired this year, Pete, and some talents that have risen. You know, David Benitez, good fighter. There's just so many great fighters in all these different weight classes. You know, especially my hot spot is anywhere from 140 all the way up to the heavyweight division right now at the hot spot. There's a lot of talent out there, Pete. You, you brought up Yusek. Um, he's a cruiserweight, but he has envisions of winning the heavyweight championship of the world. And you know what? I haven't seen too many heavyweights put the punch, put punches together like he does. Plus, he's a left-hander. Yikes, he's scary. He's a great fighter. He's fighting Cody Ballou. I believe that fight was just announced yesterday. Again, the zone rolling out pretty heavy, man. Time, time out, time out, boxing. time out. Yeah. Poor, poor Tony. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, and I, you and I realize this, but you know, the average fan doesn't realize what the, what's going to go down when this, when this goes. I mean, Yikes, folks. You don't realize what it's like the day after when a guy takes a whooping and you go to his hotel uh-huh. room the day after and he can't get out of bed and somebody's got to lift him up to stand him up. Things like, I've seen it, man. Bruised bodies. Good guys. Guys um, urinating a red substance and not a yellow substance. So, you know, boxing is brutal. And, of course, I think that both guys 
took their share of brutality last night. And let's let's have a third one, um, as um, everybody seems to be calling for. Anyway, hour number two will be focusing on the uh, next, the upcoming boxing weeks, of course. And you've got Joshua defending against Povetkin. So we'll scope that out more in hour number two. Okay, Johnny? Yes, sir. Can't wait. You're tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I'm going to talk to the USC in hour number two. I'm going to try to fit in an Ali-ism as well. Why Ali? I need him, man. I feel a little bit down. When Ali's around, I'm always feeling good. That's the way it was back in the day, folks. When Ali was around, people were happy. You're tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The sort of place they really care about you. It's kind of rough, but that's all right with me. Because I dig the vibe and I like the Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 
800-957-6063. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. As we venture through the time tunnel, that is 2018, the boxing year. Pretty good year thus far. Of course, the heavyweight champion of the world still to do his thing. I'm talking about Anthony Josh. We're going to take on Alexander Povetkin in a fight he should win. I think he's an outbet on that one. Of course, the Tyson Fury. Wow. Tyson Fury going to hook it up with Deontay Wilder. That means heavyweight news. So, you know, boxing's alive and well. It's thriving. The promoters can get together and work with each other to make the bigger, bigger, bigger fights. Of course, boxing would be like heaven, but it'll never get like that, folks. Don't expect too much unless the dollars and cents, when I say cents, I mean S-E-N-S-E, dollars and cents come together. Sometimes it does in the world of boxing, like Bob Aramo do deals. He's going to have to do something with Crawford because Terrence Crawford, of course, the now WB 147-pound champion, undefeated at Omaha, Nebraska, is basically, you know, he's okay, but he isn't great. Spence is a guy. Earl Spence obviously looks like the the heir apparent to greatness at 147. So welterweight right there, maybe it's all about Spence. Or maybe Mikey Garcia can come up 15 pounds or 12 pounds from lightweight to welterweight. Of course, Garcia being a lightweight champion and take on Spence. Of course, that would be an Al Heyman versus Al Heyman promotion. That's the problem with these other promoters. They don't want to fight any of Al Heyman's guys because Al sort of like ran roughshod on them, outbid them on a lot of guys. What did Aram say one time? The, the money, he should be shot for the money he's paying those guys. Yeah, he shouldn't be shot for it. Listen, fighters deserve to get paid. They just do. They commit the ultimate sacrifice as far as athletics are concerned. Fighters, football players, NFL guys, you want to see these guys five, ten years down the road, folks? It's not like me. Their cognitive skills are not as not quite as sharp as mine. They just aren't. And you see it. They're slowed down. Why? The punches, the residual effects of professional boxing combat sports are not pretty. That's why I'm trying to say is that Guys should get paid as much as they can, as quickly as they can. And when guys say, you know, I want this, I want that, I want this, it's because you never know. The world of combat sports, it spells such uncertainty. I mean, you could be on top of the world one day and snoring on the canvas the next. <laughs> snoring. Anyway, hour number one of Ring Talk Live Worldwide about to roll. Let's get with the numbers here. Golovkin now 38, 1 and 1, 34 KOs. Of course, uh, Canelo Alvarez, 50 wins, one draw, one loss. That was a Floyd Mayweather, two draws, 34 KOs. Here's what Golovkin said I had to say after the fight. We say a lot of things, but first I have to congratulate Canelo. We can talk about a lot of things, but I feel I'm a champion, and I feel real comfortable in there. I did enough to win. Anytime a guy says, I did enough to win, and loses, he lost. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two, live from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Ring Talk, coming right back at you. Hour number two, baby. Hey. 